thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We can be so hard on ourselves, but you know who's even harder? Satan. He weasels his way into our minds and lies and manipulates us. But Pastor J.D. reminds us in today's update that no matter what happens, no matter if they mandate a vaccination and restrict your movements, God is in control and we were made for Him. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 5th, 2021. The rapture of the church of Jesus Christ absolutely must happen before the seven-year tribulation. Proof. You can prove it in Scripture. It's case closed. It has to happen before the seven-year tribulation. If it doesn't, let me just take it a step further, and we have some serious problems with the infallibility of God's Word. In fact, God forbid, but you better start tearing out pages in your Bible, starting all the way back in Genesis, by the way, and then Exodus, and then Leviticus, and then Numbers, and then Deuteronomy, and then Joshua, and then Judges, and then First and Second Chronicles, and First and Second Samuel, and First and Second Kings, and Esther, and Job, and Psalms, and Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon, and Isaiah, where we're at on Thursday nights, by the way, Jeremiah all the way through. And you can't stop at the end of the Old Testament. You've got to start in Matthew again, start ripping out pages. Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. You have to take out the entirety of First and Second Thessalonians. You can't have that in your Bible. Oh, especially First Thessalonians. Are you kidding me? And then the book of Revelation. You've got serious problems by the time, if you can make it that far. You're basically going to have the cover and the contents left. (laughs) Let me just say lastly, now is the time, and today is the day to get Jesus to people, and people to Jesus as fast as we can. You know what God is doing? In fact, I'm still praying and seeking the Lord about this, but God is bringing people to salvation because of this, in this, through this. The devil has meant it for evil, but God has meant it for good for the salvation of many this day. This is why we do these updates. This is why we end with the gospel. This is why we explain the simple ABCs of salvation, just an explanation of salvation. What's the gospel? The gospel is good news. 
the good news is that Jesus came and He died for you. And He was buried and He rose again on the third day. And it's even better because He's coming back one day. That's the good news of salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. What are the ABCs? Well, it's just a simple explanation of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. See, unless and until you acknowledge that you're a sinner, you're not interested in a Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 packages the bad news first with the good news. What's the bad news? Well, there's a penalty for sin. We've all sinned. So what's the penalty? Well, the wages, the penalty of sin is death. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. How does that work? Because that death penalty that you were sentenced to, He came down and carried out for you instead of you. That's what the word gospel means. Good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. The B, and this is central and key, is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, it could be said that it's simpler than ABC. It's as simple as B. The A is what brings you to the B to believe, and then out of the B comes the C to call. It's the expression of salvation. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 13, this seals the deal. It says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple. May I kindly and humbly ask that you allow me just a couple more minutes to share with you two very powerful stories that we received this last week. I think they will be an encouragement to you, especially for those of you who have given up hope and your discouragement has given way to despair. I tell you, it's so heartbreaking when you hear the statistics of suicide. Even more heartbreaking is the young people, many of whom have lost all hope. Well, this first story is from an online member who wishes to remain anonymous. Just wanted to share something with you all. Last week my husband's mother was diagnosed with cancer. She got the V. She is a difficult and manipulative woman who abandoned him as a child. So as you can imagine how conflicting his emotions were upon her telling him and 
her requesting that we take the front row in her care. The next day we were scheduled to go on a five-hour road trip. I was driving him down to Wilmington, North Carolina to pick up a vehicle, and the spirit of strife was so thick in our car at the onset of the trip. Our AC went out. It's 90 degrees right now. Our dog threw up on the neck of our autistic daughter, and my husband just blew up. He lost his temper and was very unkind to both of us. He has spent the last week apologizing. I need to tell you some personal information about myself. I have struggled with suicidal thoughts for the last five years. The enemy whispers in my ear when I'm at my lowest, you are nothing. You ruin everything you touch. Everyone would be better off without you. I pray it away and have given it over to the Lord, but sometime I still struggle. Well, we pulled over at a rest stop to clean up, and I felt the enemy screaming in my ear, and I started to believe his lies. I even started planning how I would end it all. But God, I'm not kidding you, I looked up and right in front of the rest stop was a billboard that said, Jesus is coming, and it had the ABCs of salvation and your website. It was just the nudge I needed to rebuke the enemy and remember that the Lord is in control and that He will never leave me nor forsake me that I should never listen to the lies of the enemy, that Jesus is coming soon. I know you and your staff must be so weary. Does it show? <laughs> but please know that your little church is doing the Lord's work, lifting up the eyes of the weary, setting our hearts on Jesus. God bless you all. I want to thank whoever it was that put that billboard up in North Carolina. God knew at the exact moment. And I also want to take this opportunity and say, if you, like this precious sister in Christ, have allowed the enemy to do this to you, maybe you're here today. I'm not going to look at anybody. <laughs> I'll look down. The Lord looks at the heart. The Lord knows your heart. It's not the answer. Jesus is the answer. It's not the answer. Jesus is the answer. The second one comes from Beth. She writes, Hi JD, I live in Southern California and am an online member of your congregation. I wanted to share a brief story with you. My adult daughter had to take her young child to a local ER due to the child being lethargic and weak. My daughter suspected it was due to dehydration. When my daughter walked into the ER, they immediately asked her if she had been vaccinated. My daughter said no. They then told her that she could not go into the ER without a mask. They were very hostile to my daughter and grandchild. My daughter was very worried and anxious. She and my grandchild went into the bathroom before being seen by the doctor, and the ABCs of salvation was taped to the inside bathroom stall, and it had your name on it. 
whoever put that on that bathroom stall in Southern California, that's why you chose that stall. You probably put them in all the stalls, praise the Lord, but that stall in particular. She continues, as soon as my daughter saw the message in the bathroom stall, she knew it was a sign from God that she and my grandchild would be protected and that God was with them. My daughter's fear left her and she became relaxed and at peace. While in the ER she was repeatedly asked to allow them to test our grandchild for COVID. My daughter said no and did not consent to that test. They sent in multiple nurses and doctors wanting to test my grandchild. My daughter kept saying, no, I do not consent. The doctors and nurses were more concerned about testing for COVID than treating my grandchild for severe dehydration. The doctors finally gave our very young grandchild an IV, and our grandchild became very stable due to the hydration. The nurse told my daughter that their hospital was full and that my grandchild needed to go to a children's hospital and that she would need to be tested for COVID because they were going to make her go in a helicopter because all the ambulances were backed up. My daughter said no. She did not consent to the COVID test and the nurse threatened to call Child Protective Services on my daughter. My daughter told her that they could take my grandchild by ambulance to the children's hospital, but that she would not allow the COVID test. The doctors and nurses finally gave up and allowed our grandchild to be transported to the hospital via ambulance while her parents drove behind the ambulance. I'd have been in the driver's seat of that ambulance. Once at the children's hospital, doctors and nurses were pushing for COVID tests again. And my daughter said, no, I do not consent. After a short while, the doctors and nurses stopped asking and started to treat our grandchild for the condition which had made her sick, not COVID. Our grandchild was released from the hospital after a few days and is back to being a normal, healthy child. Praise God. My daughter got her courage from God and was walking in His truths. I just wanted to share this encouraging story with you and to others. God bless you. I want to uh, say one last thing, and then we'll, we'll be done. And I appreciate your patience. The people that are getting sick are the masked and the vaxxed. I hope you know that. You're not being told that. Let's talk about masks just briefly, okay? And we have the data. It's all downloadable on the website. But when you wear a mask for a prolonged period of time, you're destroying your respiratory system. And you're destroying your immune system. You cannot breathe in your own air for prolonged periods of time. It will destroy your immune system. And you'll develop a lung disease and pneumonia, not to mention everything else. Let's talk about this so-called vaccine. It started, let's say, in January, just for purpose of discussion, under the banner of Operation Warp Speed. Here we are nine months into it. About three months into it, we began hearing from experts who really knew what they were talking about. 
And they were saying that depending on the genome and a myriad of factors, it'll just be a matter of time before this mRNA is replicated in every cell of the body. For some it'll be quicker than for others, but eventually once that is replicated in every cell of the body, the internal organs shut down and it's game over. We're already starting to see it happen. So these uh, numbers that you're being told, these hospitals that are full, they're not quote-unquote unvaxxed. They're the vaxxed. Let me take it one step further. Bear with me, please. This is a big issue, and I've been really, this last week, just, uh, uh, just really talking to the Lord about it. The transmission via the spike protein from those who have gotten the jab is what's making us sick. I think I said this last week, I'm going to say it again this week. Nobody has ever gotten sick at this church because of this church being in this church. Ever. Do you want to know why? Well, first of all, it's the Lord. But secondly, we hug and kiss and slobber on each other. You know what that does, by the way, right? You can do your own research. It releases these God-given hormones and chemicals, and, and it boosts your immune system. Isolation, it'll kill you. It'll kill you. And then you can't breathe. How, how's that help, helping? The depletion of oxygen. And then you can't sing. Just do a, a little research on just singing. Do you know that the only time you're used, I'm going way off, I'm almost done, this will be my final closing. When you sing, you're using both the left and right side of the brain. God made us, created us for worship. What do you think we're going to be doing for all eternity? We're going to be singing, worshiping Him before the throne. No, don't sing. Shoot me now. I can't sing? No. I can't breathe? No. I can't go out? No. I have to stay isolated? Yes. All by myself? Yes. Get to wear a mask? Yes. Well, you're basically doing everything to kill me. And then the final kill shot, as it's been called, is the so-called jab, as it's called. You know, I have asthma, I have allergies, and man, if anybody was going to get sick, it would be me. But you know, if I have to wear a mask, first of all, I found, I should, probably shouldn't say this, but I found a mask that you can actually breathe through. No, I'm serious. I went into Costco and I was wearing one of those, you know, masks. And I, I, I was running through the aisles because I'd only be in there for a certain amount of time before I'm in upper respiratory distress. So I would go down an aisle where there was nobody, which in Costco, Ivile, 
there's always somebody. <laughs> so I would take it home, <laughs> put it back up, get some more stuff, put it in the cart. <laughs> Run. I actually, one time it was so bad, I had to leave my cart, go outside, breathe, come back in so I could check out. I wasn't going to make it. Anyway, I got a hold of this mask. See me after. <laughs> actually, don't see me after, because, but so I wore it the last time I went to Costco. I forgot I had it on. The only reason I remembered I was wearing a mask is because I had an itch, and I went to it. Oh, that's right, I had a mask. I itched that nose and put that thing back up. <laughs> I could breathe. And here's the other thing too. You know when you're talking through these things, you know, they're, ah, they're doing these press conferences. I might as well. I mean, it's already too late. They're doing these press conferences. You, did you watch that press conference? All seven hours of it? And they're talking. What'd you say? Okay, I really did it. So why don't you stand? <laughs> we'll have the worship team come up. Maybe good to end on a laughter humorous. You know, laughter's medicinal too. And by the way, if you notice, you cannot see a smile on a person's face when they got a mask on. I smile at people and they look at me like, what? I was smiling at you. Okay, last, last thing, babies. I did studies on this when our children were born. They have to see for their brain development the facial expressions. They have to see the whole face of the mother in particular for their brains to develop. We were doing so good. I wanted to have to end with that one. You know what? Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Father in heaven, thank you so much for, first of all, the patience on the part of your people in this, your church. And Lord, I just want to ask you to come, Jesus, quickly. Because looking at what's happening, I don't know how much longer this can go on. I know there are many, perhaps even some here today in the church, but certainly online, that don't know how much longer they can go on. And so Lord, I just pray that today you would lift them up, renew their strength, love on them. And for anyone who has never called upon you, believed in you, I pray that today is the day of their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. 
Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.